0: They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? taxicenter.com. Trade only.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808-1717-700.
2: Biggest week of the season so far is officially underway. Six days from Rangers, Celtic, Ibrox, Sunday, 12 noon. With us, Mark Guidi, Barry Ferguson. And what do you think at home or at work? Oh eight oh eight seventeen, 17 Who is going to win and why? Will Cayogo be back for Celtic? Morellas, is he going to make it? There's an injury worry as he leaves the Colombian camp. With us, the man who played at Ibrox, just two days ago Barry Ferguson legendary Rangers player and captain Barry how good was that to play against the rest of the world with some of your old colleagues on Saturday 40,000 people
3: Yeah Paul I've got to be honest we had a, a brilliant day um, it was great meeting up with so many players um, that I played I hadn't seen for a long long time um, to sit in the dressing room have a good chat and then go on the, the pitch and play in front of 40,000 fans was um was brilliant it, it brought a lot of memories flooding back um, and it was a great day and then at night we, we obviously had a, a couple of bits just to um, calm ourselves down but no all, all in all I had a brilliant day and it was brilliant as I said the most important thing for me was catching up with so many fantastic players that I played with at Rangers and obviously some of the other players as well not
2: least Luis Figo you know, Inter Milan Real Madrid Barcelona remember he, he he jumped he
3: went from one to the other mm. what a player what was he like? yeah I mean he's, he's still obviously he's getting older but he, you can see he still get the, the touches yeah, you had Makaleli in the, the middle of the, the pitch had a, a couple of little ding-dongs with him <laughs> a couple of wee tackles yeah he was another fantastic yep. player Kaká Pires um I could go on and on, so yeah, it was a great day. Um, we've got a really good team, but they, they had a, a really top team as well. And I think everybody that was there really enjoyed the occasion. Um, and hopefully, there's more to come. Um, good, because as I said, I think it's too long that you you, you don't see these players. Um, and sometimes at events you meet up, but to go on the pitch and, and play with these guys, albeit we're a lot older, but they've still got the. They touch Paul, they're still um, quality players. Barry, we're going
2: to ask you more about it during the game. And also, did you catch up with, uh, I don't suppose Dave King was there, or Douglas Park, the chairman, was there, of course. It was a great day there at Ibrox. want to find out more, because there's still on the back pages and inside pages, uh, Mark Guidi, about the off-field uh, goings-on behind the scenes. But for this weekend, there is already a buzz, isn't there? This is a massive game.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, th- 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 there has to be uh, unity, um, with Rangers on and off the pack, particularly in a week like this. And not just about this week, Paul. You know, Rangers have got the, the Europa League uh, quarter final coming up against Braga, Scottish Cup semi-final, middle of next month, um against Celtic. I mean this could this could turn out to be one of the best seasons in Rangers history. Um so look I understand there's a there's a an uneasy relationship at the moment with the football club and, and, and certain um supporters, certain fan groups that, that, that's understandable. You can see back can see both sides of it. But for the moment, the most important thing at any football club, if we're talking about Rangers right now, is is the unity and for Giovanni van Bronckhorst and his players to have no distractions, to be absolutely fully focused on the task in hand. And when they're doing their, their media duties and all the different things, it's all about the game, it's all about the football. They don't want to get involved in the politics or what's going on. Um, hopefully, as well, the, the, the tennis ball stuff and the toilet roll stuff, that'll all come to an end. Um, you know, they don't need that on a match day. Um, absolutely not but I think bearing in mind that it's Celtic coming to Ibrox on Sunday there'll be the guts of 50,000 Rangers supporters inside the stadium I think there will be a collective desire that they all come together to get an important result because as Barry has been banging on about in this programme for three or four weeks now Rangers probably need to win every game to, to retain uh, the title there's seven games to go two will be against Celtic the first one's on Sunday they've got to go and show they can do it
2: three points in it it's almost four isn't it because of the yeah, 14, four. 14 goals four. exactly
4: Yeah, it's four so Celtic are in a really strong position a really strong position a draw would suit Celtic on Sunday Rangers need to go and win we're
2: going to ask you your opinions we'll already get social media going on we're going to chart this week here James is looking at it as we build up to the game and Barry we'll be on live on Sunday looking forward to it going to be some high noon what about Celtic Kyogo is he going to do you think he might feature at some point what do you think Barry
3: Um, I don't think he'll start the game Paul he's been out for far too long in my opinion Mm. Um, Boxing Day um, up at I think it was St Johnson at McDermott Park Um, but listen what a boost it would be for Celtic if uh, he finds himself in the squad or even on the bench Um, because he'll not be 100% Mm. fit I know as a professional that you need to play games of football but I'm sure he's working hard behind the scenes and don't be surprised if he's included in the, the match day squad um, and as I said, if he's included it will give the, the Celtic players a, a major boost and the fans. Mark, from a Celtic point of view, they will come with confidence.
4: Celtic will, but yeah, absolutely. You know, they, They're top of the league, they've managed to claw back uh, that six-point gap that, that existed you know, only a couple of months ago. Um, Celtic were absolutely fantastic the first 45 minutes the last time the, team, the team's met at Celtic Park the start of February and and the Blue Rangers um, away so yeah they will go there um, feeling confident but I, I do think it's a big thing when you've only got a, a handful of of your supporters inside the stadium so it's effectively 49,000 Rangers fans 1,000 Celtic fans whatever it may be um, that should be a big plus for Rangers it really should be Barry knows he's, he's captain this side he's, he's run out of the tunnel I would imagine if you're running out there and there's 49,000 of your own fans willing you on from the first minute in a game that you have to win, I know it's an old cliche, but it must be like a 12th man, you know.
1: Mm.
2: Morales, is he going to play? He's withdrawn from the Colombian squad. He's got a thigh strain, I think, Barry. What's your sense of it? We don't know at the moment.
3: He will play. He'll play. Yeah? Yeah. Why? I I just know he'll play. Uh, They'll find a way to get him on the, 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 the field. I know he's got a slight uh, thigh strain, but um, I'm sure Rangers will do everything they can this week and make sure he's fit, because he is so important um, to Rangers. You've seen the difference in him since Gio's come in. Um, Looks a lot sharper, looks a lot fitter, looks as if he's in a real happy place. He's scoring goals. I think his all-round game has really improved. And um, I was speaking to Gio and I was speaking to Roy Mackay about him and they said that he's worked really hard since I've come in lost a bit of timber and um, that's shown on the on the field with his performances How was Giel? How did he play? Did,
2: yeah, he was did good, you give him some, some stick?
3: <laughs> yeah I, I, no stick I moaned yeah. him a few times um, but no it was great he listen, what a player he was I was lucky enough to play with him for a couple of years and I had a good chat with him before and after the game just about how he's enjoying it he's loving it like, he, he knew how big Rangers was um, and I says to him, you know how important Sunday is. Mm. Uh, You need to make sure that the the boys are ready because Rangers need to win this game on Sunday if they want to retain or try and retain the the title. But he knows that. He knows that. But I was chipping away at him, uh, making sure that um, they're focused and, and ready. But the problem he's got is you won't have the full squad and it'll be something like Postacoglu they won't have the full squad together until Friday so that means you've only got two training sessions before the game but again you don't need training sessions you don't need um, any team meetings you're playing against your biggest rivals it's who wants it most these are the easy ones in a way aren't they for the manager they know what's at stake yeah, I don't think you needed yeah. a team I, I was thinking back to when we played um, old firm games there was really nothing the team just went up normally if you were playing a, another team you would go through tactically you would maybe change or whatever but there wasn't much of that before an old firm game you know you knew your set pieces for and against um, and basically the team just went up and um, it was up to the players to go out and and do their bit and make sure you get the three points
2: well Glasgow's on. on go radio so we're obviously thinking about Sunday and Rangers against Celtic go radio with the taxi centre other headlines uh, Real Madrid lining up a £50 million bid for Kieran Tierney uh,
3: I think that's cheap yeah ok we'll if go. I've been honest with you it's yeah. £50 million I, I was um, I don't know how long Kieran's got in his contract I, th- I think he just signed a new he did that's right contract. increased yep well, I'm not surprised um, what if they make him captain would that keep no, you I've read, I think if a, a club like Real Madrid come calling um, you have got to you've got to seriously consider it or, or go and talk to him um, but I'm not surprised I'm not surprised in the slightest again in Thursday night in the Scotland game um, I thought he was a, a standout not just because he scored the goal but he, he breezed it he breezed it he is a, he is a top player he's he was a very co- good player when he left Celtic to go to Arsenal I think he's became a top player since he's He's played games In the Premier League I now. want to ask you
2: And Mark A question I was asked yesterday By Darren Bent I was in London Popped in with Jim White To talk sport And Darren Bent said Is Andy Robertson World class? So We're talking about Kieran
3: Tierney though Is he world class? Kier, uh, Kieran Kieran Tierney? Tierney Yeah I think so I think so Mark um, that, That's only my opinion Look, yeah. People might have Different opinions I just think He's went up levels I, I just think he's been up level since he's been, went down to Arsenal, and when he comes out and plays with Scotland, look, his natural position is left back, mm-hmm. is clear. But he can play mm-hmm. easily in a three left side centre half, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people go on. But his centre half is he strong enough or physical enough? He, he's he knows how to play. Yeah, his positional sense um, is is excellent. So for me, I ain't surprised that Real Madrid are interested in him. Okay, Mark Whitty, what do you reckon is Kieran Tierney? World class,
4: yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he is, and also, I don't think Arsenal would entertain fifty million pounds, Paul. It's double what they paid for him. But I think for for Arsenal to to for the question to be asked at boardroom level, um I think you'd need to be trebling it. You'd need to be looking at seventy five million quid for for Arsenal to really think seriously about. It. Then the, the other part of that would be down to the boy's desire. Does he want to push to try and get a move to Real Madrid? We know that players can can make things difficult. He's, he, he his uh, agency is one of the biggest in the world So you know they've got all the contacts at all the big clubs And um, there's no doubt that, that people are taking um, notice of him But Arsenal will not want to lose him Mikel Arteta is starting to build something um, at Arsenal And um, I think it's probably he's probably the last player That Mikel Arteta would, would want to lose given. His low maintenance now causes a problem He's got the best six or seven years ahead of him in his career I, I think Arsenal would pull out all the stops Um, to keep him I I, I think
3: I I think if you you put down a a squad list to Mikael Arteta and asked him who's your most important player who would you want to keep I think it'd be Kieran Tierney mm-hmm. We're live on TikTok as well Jason is asking we're live in Yeah we TikTok. are We're live on TikTok as well
2: This is life in 2022 Right So they want now to you know What's your name in TikTok for. Exactly uh, <laughs> 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 Oh he, you, you can tell he's had a good night Saturday What what time did you get in? Well I know you were back For Mother's Day obviously Are you trying a to be in trouble? No not at all No you did the, Right need to ask you Jason is on on TikTok Asking Barry And we're on the Go, Go Radio Football Show as well What do you think of Ange Postecoglou?
3: as a a manager you can't argue for the the job he's come come in a lot of people say it was a mess at Celtic Um, he's come in and uh, off the top of my head I couldn't tell you how many players he's actually signed what 14, 15, 16 players Mm -hmm. so that turnover alone to be have the first cup in the cabinet the league Mm -hmm. cup um, sit on top of the league three points with 14 goals um, better off you can't argue he's done an excellent job Is Andy Robertson world class as well? That was the question. Yeah, I think you've got to put him in that um, up there as well. Not just um, because he's he's at Liverpool, but he's won league titles, Champions League, and again he's one of them. If you ask Klopp, who's one of the first names on his team sheet, I'm sure he would say it'd be Andy Robertson. And when you watch Liverpool, to be honest with you, um, he's a standout. He is a real standout um, A lot of people criticise his Scottish performances Over the over the years But one thing you can't deny about him He gives it 100% So yeah you've got to put him in that He's playing the best league in the world He's fighting for league titles every single year He go, goes deep into the Champions League mm-hmm. Every single year He's the international captain So look we're just I think we're lucky that we've got two Top class left backs Week. And there could be a third In Hickey of course, yeah. I just—I don't know what Mark yeah. thinks, but I've not seen him since um, mm-hmm. last last Monday. I, I thought he'd come on, and um, he just impressed me. Just—I I just liked to look him. He had um, just that swagger about him. He looked so confident, and I think we have got a real player in our hands.
2: We're getting loads of insight tonight with Mark Guidi and Barry Ferguson, Barry playing at Ibrox for the weekend, I want to ask you, what are the changes inside? But we don't often hear from Jürgen Klopp, we're not hearing from Klopp himself, but here's Andy Robertson, he's back in, he will lead Scotland tomorrow night, and uh, how's he balanced it with club and country? he like
5: said, he you knows how important it is to us, um, just like every Liverpool game, and we always make ourselves available for them, so he'll um, probably be happy that I've, I've only played one game and not and not two, but look, I'll go down to Liverpool fresh and uh, and good to go for the running, and, and that's the most important thing for him, and the most important thing for club and you know hopefully I get another cap tomorrow and that's the most important thing for Scotland
2: Mark what do you reckon world class
5: Andy yeah, yeah <laughs> we're, we're,
4: we're so we're so lucky um but I think the most important thing that, that that's come out of one of the most important things that's come out of Steve Clark's reign is that he found a way to play Tierney and Robertson together because yeah. it was a conundrum that we never really solved um, up until that point it was obviously a big benefit that Mikel Arteta was, was, was going to a, a back three I think and, and he slotted in Tierney at the left hand side of that and Barry's well is right about a bit Aaron Hickey I think but he can operate at right back so we've potentially got Robertson and, and, and Tierney and you've got um, Nathan Patterson and Aaron Hickey um on the opposite side. So, you know, to have all those guys um available and then we've got some really good set of hearts, so you you know you pull in Scott McTominay into that position if you want Grant Hanley, etc cetera, etc cetera. So we you know, we're we're well off. But um yeah, Andy Roberts has been brilliant. I think Barry's right, he did struggle I think the the thing that he struggled with the most was two parts to it. was was the captaincy, was just getting used to being captain and, and, and how you approach it. And it must take a period of adjustment with Barry, you know, particularly when you're only meeting up four or five times a year and secondly when he did become the captain it wasn't a great time for Scotland either you know yeah. it, was, it was back to the times we were talking about when 10-12,000 were turning up to watch Scotland. Terrible, yeah. So, yeah, so when you take all that into account he's come through and shown strong leadership he's benefited from playing at Liverpool, he's an integral part of what goes on um, at that club. And you only need to look at his stats when they flash up every Monday morning on, on Sky Sports. He's up there for assists, he's up there for tackles, etc, etc. So he's a top player.
2: He certainly is. The Austrian boss has resigned. He's offered his resignation, for uh, but he'll be in charge tomorrow night. Franco Foda. Yeah, he's done well in the past, but it's, uh, it's merciless, isn't it? Here's Steve Clark speaking um, about his opposite number.
6: Now, nah, listen, it's, di- it's always disappointing when you hear a manager's lost his job. I, th- I think Franco's done a good job for his national team. They got they got to the Euro 2020, pushed it early all the way in the knockout phase. So I think he can be proud of the work that he's done. So Andy Robertson is back. So too, certainly he's available. Lyndon Dykes. Not since pre-camp. We obviously discussed the issue be- before the camp. We were guided by QPR. They allowed. Lyndon to come up and join us to watch the Poland game, he's done a couple of training sessions since and he's good to go Good to go, he'd been speaking to Matt Warburton and he scored
2: last time out, didn't he, against Austria Lyndon Dykes
3: Yeah, look, it'll be great to have um, both Dykes and, and Robertson back and that just shows you how strong a squad we've got I mean, I go back to it uh, on Thursday night you, you bring um, Gilmore and McGregor off and you put Jack and Armstrong yeah. on um, and then obviously you, you've had Dykes and Robertson missing through injury and and, and illness. Um, I I just I enjoy watching the the national team. Um, I think we're a a very good team, and I, I think this this squad will grow together. Um, they're at great ages mm. So I think the next Four, six years Exciting times for Scotland We were one VAR decision Mark away from it Being seven wins in a row If they'd been VAR That that was never <gasps> a penalty I was listening to you On uh, Friday night oh, was With, with Robert. Um, decision Of course Yeah, um, McGinn's it, was a penalty yeah. But McGinn's too honest st- Stays in his feet, on his feet yeah. mm. Thinks he can maybe get there But again um, That's what it showed It's a friendly game mm. And you've seen Tierney You've seen Craig Gordon Guys were raging. Yeah, I mean they could have just looked and think, "Ah, oh, this is a friendly. It doesn't mean nothing. It means something to these guys." Um, to keep that um, one, what it would have been seven, seven bounds. Yeah. and you think of the six previous games to that; they were all qualification yeah. games. It's phenomenal, isn't it? Mm. That's been the first time since, what, the 1920s? Mm.
2: So, but listen, it doesn't really matter as long as the momentum continues and then tomorrow night there's going to be a really small crowd because in the Ernst Happel Stadium, the Austrians, Mark, are apparently 2,000, 2,500 tickets sold. That's all at the moment. Yeah, it's
4: a shame. Um, You never like, as Steve Clark said there's never nice to see any manager on the brink of losing his job. But as you say, it's a ruthless business. They lost to Wales, so um, they want to make a a change and, and... For Scotland now, Paul, it's just, you know, it's out of their hands, it's up to FIFA and UEFA to to come up with a a solution, stroke a date, um, some kind of certainty for Ukraine, for Scotland, for Wales, what's going to happen, how they do that, I don't know, it's so, so difficult, but at some stage, uh, it's going to have to be
2: addressed one way or another. And uh, whoever does go through will be playing Gareth Bales Wales, and that's quite mm. a thought, isn't it? Talk about that, but the countdown is on until Sunday. Rangers Celtic.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Delivering cars to taxi drivers in Scotland for over 20 years. Let's go,
2: Let's go! Home. Thanks, Gross, to the traffic and travel. Barry Ferguson, Mark Whitty, Paul Cooney. Logia Calls coming in. We're going on the lines now. 0808 17 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. And apparently we're on TikTok as well. Is that right, Baz? Is that what you are on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> He's going <laughs> to hook me, isn't he? You <laughs> <start>. <laughs> oh, god. it. said, did you watch the Oscars? I see a great drama, oh, eh? Oh, did you oh, see what it? About <laughs> that? Yeah. I know. I um, know. <laughs> Was oh. it a slap or a punch Did it, no, it was a land slap. at all A slap, yeah, a right. slap. Okay. Yeah. They're going crazy about it Aren't they this morning I was smooth. going to say
4: we, we taped it last night And then we watched it uh, This morning But oh I, I didn't mm. um, I didn't see that
2: we uh, well maybe find out late from Ross Ross King of course Was on the red carpet Maybe get Ross He often tunes in to us In LA <laughs> yeah. as you know At 5 o'clock No he, no, he does He
3: loves that name bro, <laughs> No, no
2: he does He phones in after the show With the notes Right Ross Okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> he was my runner at one time, but he now thinks he's the governor. Where did, where did you
3: go on no. Sunday with Benny?
2: Where did you go? Uh, no, he was there at, at the at the studios. Oh, right. uh, yep, yeah. great weekend. It's great to see things opening up again. And the weather—it's been amazing, oh, hasn't it? Okay. Oh, we all had a great Mother's Day.
4: Yeah, to all the mothers tuned in. Absolutely. Yep. In fact, is it snowed oh, on June yep. Wednesday?
2: Uh, apparently, <laughs> they always no, tell these things. Yeah. Right, okay. Reagan's on the line. Good evening, Reagan. Hi, How are you doing? Good, thank you. You? Did you enjoy the match the other night? I did thanks. and I thought Scotland played very well. And £400,000 is going to be handed over to Ukraine for the effort. Isn't that brilliant? Well done, the Tartan Army, SFA, you know, and everyone involved. That was great.
7: But I suspect. Yeah.
2: Sorry. I'd,
7: I'd, I'd definitely, Paul, it's been fantastic what Scotland have done. in... Uh, like like, like uh, Brian Marks said on the show, I thought Scotland was very, very they played very well and they were so unfortunate not to get the, the, the victory
2: yeah we were really unlucky but you know we move on from it um, I think you'll be thinking about Sunday I'll come back to Scotland in a minute what's your feeling about the big game?
7: Um, well I just thought I just thought I, I would pop on today to speak, speak to Valarie so how you feeling ahead of Sunday because I'm feeling quite confident ahead of Sunday I think she'll get the three points and I ain't no way extend our lead to six points and I think still I think it's Certain one on Sunday the end of the week title is officially
2: over. Well, we're gonna get that from Barry in just a second or two. I say we're live on TikTok, Facebook, we're on everything. and um, Mark, we don't want your prediction yet, but uh all right. What do you think, Mark, for Sunday? Will you Rangers have to have to win?
4: Yeah, I was would agree with Barry but you know Barry's been saying that for a while now. And I mean I mean you look at it seven games to go, um you really need Rangers to, to to do themselves. I don't think they can rely on anybody else doing them a favour. And for Regan, in terms of his confidence, yeah, you can understand that his team's top of the table, have been playing well. Um, you know, they've got goal scorers in the team, they have got creators in the team. Um, so yeah, I can understand why um, Regan is confident. But I would make Rangers slight favourites going into the game because they have to have to and, and I think home home advantage should be a big plus in terms of the, the you know the ticket allocation, you know, pretty much fifty thousand Rangers support or so and you know they should still be hurting from losing three 0 and in and in the manner of that first forty five minutes and the um, you know so um taking everything into account I think it's very open Paul. Um you know I wouldn't be surprised if, if Celtic won the game, but if you ask me right there, I would make Rangers
2: slight favourites to, to get the victory. Barry Ferguson.
3: Well one thing I I, I know um, I'm I'm 100% convinced of this I think there's going to be goals because Celtic don't change the way they play that's clear home and away they don't change Andrew's got a certain way of playing and they're going to come and attack Rangers and I said it three weeks ago Rangers know they need to win the game so Rangers have to go at Celtic so I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be explosive I think both teams I think Celtic know if they go and they win That's a major dent that's, I think Rangers can say Right, that's it away But Rangers know that So Rangers have to win the game No matter how they do it They need to make sure they get the three points And I think they know that It's clear <coughs> that Speaking to speaking to them on, on Saturday They weren't getting too much into it But they know how important this game on Sunday is Can you um,
2: tell sometimes when you meet the people Did you know we're going to win this one?
3: In terms of... Just the attitude, the fact that they need to win it. Yeah, I think that they know they need to win it. Yeah. I, even, I, I honestly believe that I, I don't even think a draw mm-hmm. is um, good enough. I think they know that the Rangers side of things, they know they need to get the three points to have a chance because I think take the two old firm games out, Rangers, uh, sorry, Celtic will win on a five. That's the way I'm... I'm thinking, and I'm sure that's the way the Rangers uh, management and players are thinking. So they've got these two old firm games that they need to win, but first and foremost, Sunday, massive for Rangers. They need to get the three points, Paul, and I think the, I think they will get the three points. I do. I'm convinced of that. Do you think the teams are pretty evenly balanced? I think balanced? they're very evenly yep. balanced, yeah. Yep. I think both midfields are very strong, Um defensively they have been suspect both of them at set pieces throughout the season now Rangers last year were solid defensively mm. this year it's not been as, as solid that's one thing you can label against Celtic they're vulnerable um, from wide areas in terms of balls coming into the box or corners or free kicks um, so I do think there's going to be goals in it, and I do think both teams know that they have to have a go at each other. Mm. I don't think you'll see Celtic coming and sitting behind the ball and trying to hit them in a the counter-attack, and I don't think Rangers can do what they've done at Celtic Park, sit off Celtic and let them let, let them dominate. I think uh, Gio knows that, and um, I think they're just going to go for each other. I honestly believe they're going to go for each other, and there's going to be goals in it. Regan, is that the answer you were looking for? Yeah, I just,
7: I'm just interested to see Barry most confident of Rangers, because I'm just not so sure To be honest Paul Because the last couple of games I've seen them at Ibrox They've driven they driven From well mm-hmm. They probably sh- they, they probably shouldn't have Beat Aberdeen. It, it was a very close game And the fact that Their top striker I'm of Morelos has set to miss out In the game as well So I don't see where This, this confidence is from, If I'm being honest
3: Yeah but Regan I, I'll be honest with you I don't think Morelos Will miss the game M- Morelos will play There's no doubt in my mind I know he's got a thigh strain I know that's the reports That he never Obviously played with With Columbia He'll be back early doors And he'll be in Obviously getting treatment He'll be on the pitch Unless it's a serious Thigh injury In terms of a serious tear Which I I don't think it is I think he'll be on the pitch to play Regan if I'm being honest It's a much bigger stage for oh. him to play in this game Four Rangers against Celtic isn't it Barry Rather than Colombia this yeah, week Yeah but I, I think he's probably Was it the day before the, the game actually was playing And he felt a bit There's, mm. there's no use there's, there's no use taking taking a risk um, He knows that These next um, Eight weeks or seven weeks uh, In a Rangers shirt Are so important You've got a, a league title to try and retain you're in the quarter-finals of the Europa League and you've also got the, the small matter of semi-final against Celtic at Hampden in the Scottish Cup. Regan, we can hear you. You strongly believe your team
2: are going to win. Who are you looking to? Who are going to be the names that you're going to be talking about next Monday?
7: See, Paul, I'm, I'm kind of uh, different from Barry and Black, and I think that he will throw Keele in the same way he did for the cup final because I think he, he knows how important this game is and, he, and he's, Ponce de knows in the back of his mind that he got the he got the, the, the Kyogo decision wrong, not to play him up top, and in and in, in, in the first game. So I think for, for for me to be honest, I think the 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 cut the ball French Ponce de will be the Kyogo will start the game. But I don't think he'll tell the press that the same way they did for the Scottish League Cup final. I don't think he'll he'll, t- he'll tell anyone that. But I think. It, it, I think when you go radio on Sunday You'll see Kyogo <laughs> be in nice that 7 lineup. All right. The
3: difference is Three months out Yes. Yeah, but time. Do you know what mm. Don't be surprised mm. I, I do think that That could be a curveball Because um, he, he is a A top player Kyogo um, I just honestly believe th- That Kyogo and the Celtic team Celtic are a far better team I know The big man up front Joe Marcus has, has scored <laughs> a right few goals he? and he's, yep. to be fair to him he's done really well mm. um, but that's will be interesting to see but look it might happen he's, he is so important in that last game at Ibrooks, the last 15 minutes mm. He was so dangerous when Coglu moved him through the middle. Um, so it will be interesting to see that. Listen, we might be picking teams on Friday, and it might be totally wrong. Sure, Jicamakis eight goals, Thurahashi, eight goals despite three
2: months out, and yeah. uh, Morellas nine goals. Mark, what are you thinking about Kyoglu?
4: <laughs> I, I think the the bench at best, Paul. But but that said, if, if you know if you, if you put yourself in Ange Postacoglu's shoes he's probably thinking, um, if we go and win this game today, we're 95% league champions. It's because you're effectively talking seven points with six games to go. One game against Rangers. So even if Rangers to win the final game at Celtic Park, there's effectively still be four points for difference, which means you're looking for two favours out of five games. I can't see that happening. You might get one. They might slip up once. I can't see them slipping up twice. So Poster going out and we could actually all but end the title race on Sunday. Does Kyogo starting give us the best chance of that? Is he on the bench? I think he on the I just think three months, three months is too oh, long. long. I just time. think it's too long. I'd agree with Barry. I'd put him on the on the bench. But if he did start, I wouldn't be totally taken aback if he did start the game. The other way that, that Postecoller might think is, do I really want to risk Kyogo? After three months out When we've got a Scottish Cup semi-final And I might need them for the last five games You know the final old firm game at Celtic Park When again the mindset would be Well if we win that game We're probably going to be league champions If Rangers win on Sunday It's going to be winners takes all At Celtic Park Which I think will be the end of April that, That game Probably game two um, out of the five after the split so there's all sorts of different mm-hmm. things through his mind now we could be having we'd having this conversation just now he might be nowhere near ready mm-hmm. it might be two weeks down the line for the Scottish sort of semi-fair or the play St. Johnson sort of t- um on the 9th of April and that might be a good one for him to get into but if you're asking me right now if he's fit and we can say he's fit but he wouldn't be match fit because he's not played in three months mm-hmm. I think the, the, the bench at best for Kyogo so because what a dangerous weapon to have to go on if you need him for the last 20-30 minutes Imagine a lift that would give you If you're bringing Kyogo on To to become trying to come, try win the game
2: Barry says there's going to be goals Reagan says that Kyogo will start Don't be surprised if he doesn't
3: I, I just believe that Because I, I know for a fact Rangers know they need to win the game And also Mark well, just makes yeah. a good point Celtic I think will come in a mindset As we can put this to bed mm-hmm. So they're going to come And I, if you watch a Postacoglu team They don't sit back They've got one way of playing And that's attacking teams And Rangers know that now but Rangers need to go and play Celtic at their own game and attack them. So that's what I think. There's, there's, it's going to be end to end stuff. It's going to have mm. everything. I think this game on Sunday. And that's just on, on Go
2: Radio because we've got uh, Ferguson, Barry Ferguson, and John Hartson uh, in the studio because oh. Davy Proven leaves on well just after the game on Wednesday. Can't believe he didn't stay for for Sunday <laughs> high noon judgment day. Oh, come back in a second,
4: Reagan, But Mark, no, I just want to say that, that you know we're talking about Kyogos and we're talking about Morelos mm. as well. Like, yeah, I think Morelos will play absolutely. But how important is Alan McGregor and Joe Hart going to be? Because oh, so, I, I agree, I think it's going to be a right ding dong. Uh, it could be one of the most entertaining. Old three, three, of yeah, mm. three, two, yeah, it could I, be we, easily. Yeah. And Joe Hart and Alan McGregor, they're, they're going to have a big, big part to play on Sunday afternoon. I
3: mean, it's but look, you look all over the field. <laughs> look at the two goalkeepers, Mark's just mentioned. Yeah. Look, look at both midfield. How good the players, both of them, have got in midfield. Look at the wide guys, match winners mm. Jota, Ken. Sure. Guys like that up top, Morelos. Is Kyogo going to be back? Or is it big Gio Marcus? Um, brilliant. But I, I honestly... Midfield battles, you met. You know... Yeah, I, I can't wait And that. I honestly, I think yep. it will be a real Great. ding-dong. I think it will be end-to-end stuff. They'll be having a pop at each other constantly. Um, and both of them know how important this game is. They're always important, mm. but this one... Get, it'll have everything. Reagan. Oh.
7: Obviously, you guys know, I've I've never played football, I lot going coming on goal radio but I want to ask Barry a question in terms of the software players this See Ryan Jack and Kim Greger. Will those two speak about that on Sunday? Or will they say Greg Taylor, will he speak to Ryan Jack about it, or will they just leave it? Um,
3: they'll probably have a wee joke about it. I don't think they'll, they'll speak, listen, they'll, they'll focus... Regan on obviously the Scotland game, but listen, they, they come up in conversation when I was away on in international duty. Um, we were coming up, but just jokingly. Um, oh, listen, but we're all right. But listen, you, when you leave the Scotland camp, the head goes on. Um, mm. But I don't think it'll be too much talking about it. I think they'll just be focusing on what they're going to do for for Scotland. There'll be a few laughs and jokes. Um, I'm sure there will be, but um, they too will be blocking horns. And Sunday like their teammates they'll be teammates tomorrow night and they'll have loads of respect for each other but once that whistle goes and they cross that white line Regan for 90 odd minutes the respect goes out the window and then as soon as the game finishes bang they'll respect each other Regan when you think about it 99% of us are all the same we've never kicked the ball in earnest so with you
2: on that Regan thanks a lot for calling no doubt we'll speak to you uh, maybe on Sunday oh cheers Paul
7: Sunday.
2: great thanks
7: Guys. Thanks for much, us, thank you.
2: And the big breaking news I just saw it there from Sky Sports uh, Jeff Stelling is staying on next season, so there we are, Mark. I thought that might be been the gig for you. We don't want to lose you here, but uh he's staying on. I'll tell you what, uh, he's, some career, he's, isn't it?
4: He's he has a main man in a oh, Saturday I see, afternoon, yeah. you no know, yeah. when it comes to that. And yeah. that's <laughs> a huge boost for Sky Sports because he's he's been brilliant more than twenty years and all the good work that he does for for charity and that as well. He's a a great host with his his knowledge and he starts but also he laces it with, with, with a brilliant sense of humour he's definitely learned for you Paul
2: <laughs> nice what a career uh, Jeff Sterling yeah. his dress sense for you no it's his worse are you saying I'm worse than him oh miles, miles. I'm worse than <laughs> Jeff Sterling <laughs> you're kidding we were oh, contemporaries listen, we worked in radio together thank you you're looking tricky
3: today.
2: we did work together actually he was at Radio Tees and I was in the Glasgow station Another one was uh, Clive Tilsley. he was oh, the right, he right. was the Liverpool we were the kind of Three of the young guys. Who cares? It's uh, <laughs> Nobody does. We're going to tell you what's on the traffic and travel. Uh, Kieran Tierney, is he on his way to Real Madrid? Is Alfredo Morelos? Barry reckons he is going to play. Mark, you agree as well. He's, yeah. he's not going to miss it on Sunday. Morelos well, is playing. Will Kyogo play? And of course, we've got Scotland tomorrow night as well, but we know. It's a friendly, but we need to keep it ticking over uh, as we look forward to the game whenever it can happen against uh, Ukraine. Traffic and travel in a moment, then we're back with more calls. The
1: Go Radio football show with the Taxi Centre. Taxi finance experts with free mainline UK delivery. Find your new taxi today. Let's go!
2: Well, there is breaking news. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that uh, Roman Abramovich is okay but that he and two Ukrainian peace negotiators suffered a suspected poisoning that caused the skin to peel off their faces after attending talks this month. The former Chelsea boss, well, he is still the owner, although he's uh, obviously having to sell it. He lost his sight, apparently, for a few hours and was hospitalised in Turkey. Wall Street Journal is reporting that Abramovich is OK. So that's uh, breaking news and really alarming news Um It was reported this morning that he had taken a note from President Zelensky of Ukraine to President Putin to presumably try to stop the invasion and the atrocities. But that's the latest. So Wall Street Journal is saying that Roman Abramovich is fine, um, but he is recovering after reportedly a poisoning attempt. Wow. So... How do you change that gear, Mark? It's a, it's a scary world, isn't it? And yeah. we've always said it. You know, the the Scottish football fans have raised four hundred thousand pounds there. Many of our listeners, many people right across Scotland, the UK, and the world have been uh, supporting the people in Ukraine, and we want peace.
4: We do, and, and you know, hopefully there's a there's a speedy resolution to this ball, and, and peace breaks out, and you know, Vladimir Putin um, accepts that that's the way it, it's got to be, but. We just don't know. You can never take anything for granted. It's so unfortunate, and um, you know, at at the moment when you hear what's been going on, and even in the past few days again, um, it's hard to see how there is a peaceful resolution um, to, to, to this. But we can we can only hope.
2: Well, the manager, we're playing uh, tomorrow against Austria for the very reason that Ukraine obviously can't play. And he was saying the other day, Barry, it could be the autumn before we play. We know we've got the draw in Qatar on yeah. Friday, mm-hmm. but we'll be either or.
3: Yeah, it's worrying. I read an interview with a Ukrainian national mm. manager and he says the way it's looking, that there's no chance that mm. he'll be able to field a team in June, which is um, which is worrying in terms of you want to get the games out of the way. Where are we going to fit it in? Um, but listen, there's more important things happen, happen than, than playing a game of football. I, I totally get that. So that was a worrying comment from a Ukrainian um, national manager. But we just need to sit back and and hopefully peace happens over the, the, the coming weeks. Um, but I'm like mad. I mean, I, I watch it every single day. I switch on Sky News to have a, mm. a look and it's... Doesn't look if it's going to be changing anytime soon. What was happening over there? Is, it's just um, it's heartbreaking actually. I watch it. I try and no watch it, but mm-hmm. I, I find myself getting we all get drawn into. It. We'll yeah, get, I get, yeah, I get drawn back into no, watch it. So it's a hard watch at times. We switch
2: on, you know, the, the goal Radio Breakfast Show, Crofty. and and then Joe Maguire is there and that's what we start with just now what's going on in uh, Ukraine we'll keep you up to date but that's the latest news Roman Abramovich uh, and Ukrainian peace negotiators are suffering symptoms of suspected poisoning but they are okay there was sight loss for a few hours. Uh, that's the the frightening news coming out uh, this evening. Uh, on the football itself, because we are the football show, we love our football. Yeah. My goodness, we need we need the distraction. Football is the national game. Um, yeah. and it, was, listen, it was also nice to see just on Ukraine to see young Max
4: Kuriševi score for for Barry's yeah. old club, yeah. Kelty Hearts to, to to win the the yeah, the title um, on Saturday, which was great to bring a nice you know just a lovely smile for for a short period of time, to his mind off the off the football and for Kelty um, okay. As well, you know, a terrific result and congratulations to to Kevin Thompson. He's gone on and built mm. on the foundation that the foundations that were laid by Barry mm. and uh, that the clubs um, grown again. So yeah, it was a good one to you go and m- win their
2: title. You must be
3: proud for them and for you, Barry. That's three titles in three years. Absolutely delighted. And do you know what they deserve it? The the people who are in the background, the volunteers, um, the committee. Um, the, the owner Dean McKenzie um, they're a brilliant group of guys um, they just love their, their, their club uh, and they do everything um, so professionally uh, I, I can't say a bad word about them and the fans they've got a great um, fan base there they, they turn out in their numbers and as I said Paul don't be surprised um, the they fly through the, the, the leagues um, a great place I loved it I, honestly I had a, just under three years I had a brilliant time there um, made so many friends and when I I got the news right after our game on Saturday, Mm I seen that they they were crowned, um, they they were sorry, they were definitely guaranteed promotion. And how did you feel? uh, How did I feel? Delighted for them, happy for them. Um, Look, I made the decision to move on, it was my Mm -hmm. my decision, but I knew when Tom would come in, he would take them on and there was no doubt in my mind they would win the league this year, um, because they've got really good players. And so, no, delighted for uh, the club, delighted for the, the area as well, um, to see their, their club getting into League One, and don't be surprised if they go and win League One next year. Really? Yep.
2: I mean, we don't know who's going to be still be there. Cove Rangers looking good. Queens Park on the edges of it. Airdrie, so uh, we can't determined just yet who they will meet it's amazing some of these clubs coming through I mean Owen Coyle the new manager uh, at yeah. Queen's Park head coach
4: yeah great great appointment uh, by, by Queen's Park when I mean, you look at uh, Oney's CV and just what yeah. he's achieved with Jim Shedsbury by, by winning the Indian League and you know ony has been a top manager for 12-14 for years um, and you, you know that, that's the beauty Paul the pyramid opening up and that's we should congratulate Scottish football for, for voting it through because we were stuck in our ways you know it was a closed shop And, you know, you've just mentioned Cove Rangers there. they got a last-minute equaliser against Mm Verdi that's so important. Paul Hartley, I think, going for his fifth promotion as a manager, um, which is terrific um, for him as well. And Cove come through the system from the Highland League. They've come up. Um, So, you know, these clubs in Celtic as well, they're willing to invest. They're willing to invest in the community. they want to invest in the football club. And, um, you know, whether it's a place like Cove or a place like Kelty when you see the community, it'll be buzzing. You know, you think of the locals there and the work that they put in, You know, the, the satisfaction that they'd have got out of that result on
3: Saturday. It, it was a brilliant decision to open that pyramid up. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many ambitious clubs at that level. It was um, so unfair before. Yeah, but the problem yeah. you've got is with, with the pyramid opening, some of these clubs in League 2 don't want it. No, sure. they sure. They're happy to just to be in League 2 and yeah. be a professional club, but these, these clubs that are in the Lowland League and even below the Lowland, Lowland League, the sixth tier, so many ambitious clubs... Um, willing guys willing to put their hand in their pocket and go and invest not just in the team the infrastructure mm-hmm. their stadiums and whatever so a, a great good. decision for that pyramid to happen and as I said I'd no doubt in my mind that Kelty would um, would win the league this year and good. Um, I hope they go and enjoy the next few months Who's going to win the
2: championship? Seven games undefeated Kel Lafferty got two goals at the weekend Kelly on top Barry and looking good do you think for the title?
3: Yeah Kilmarnock will, will now win the title um, you've got to give credit to broth. Sure. What, what, what an achievement um, I just think I've just weekend. fell a yeah. bit short yeah. but what a, what a season they yeah. have had um, and do you know what <laughs> okay. these playoff games you don't want to if broth do get into the kind of final you don't want to if it's for me I think it'll be St Johnson you don't mm-hmm. want to come up against broth because Dick Campbell's got a decent team there but for me Great appointment with yeah. Kilmarnock and getting Derek McInnes And I, I now I think they'll be too strong And they'll go on now and, and get back into the Premier League Good news for the West here and for the league Given that <clears> if they come up We're not there yet But it just shows you
2: the boldness of that appointment To go for Derek McInnes so far It's working
4: Yeah and you know A lot of people ask questions about Derek You know, Why are you going to Kilmarnock Championship side But he said they no. say we're a Championship side But I'm here to win a title okay. I'm here to be managing back in the Premiership mm. Uh, from August onwards, and I think he's going to achieve that. You know, with a broth dropping a couple of points for the draw uh, with Wraith it was such a big win uh, for Comanot again. Kyle Lafferty probably one or two eyebrows raised when when he when he was signed, but he's a he's a quality player and uh, he's come up with the with the goals with Stephen in here last week as well. You know, another we put Rory McKenzie. Um, he's assist for one of Kyle Lafferty's goals at the weekend was absolutely um, outstanding. So yeah, I think that Comanot uh, would agree with Barry. Comanot going to win. The title then, whether it's Wraith or Partick or Inverness or a broth, whoever's going to end up playing, like you say, by I agree as well. with, with Saint John'son, but whatever it is, it'll be a, it'll be a tasty, it'll be a tasty playoff.
3: Aye, who, who's who gets in the playoffs? Partick Thistle, the last week, mm. three. Like what was it last weekend? Hamilton beat them four 0 They go away to them firmly, who have been struggling all season. They beat them four um, one, and obviously they get beat off Kamarnock at, at the weekend. Um, so Ian McCall. I'll be a bit. I'll be worried because um, I fancied them to to get in the playoffs. So that that's still exciting. There, I think mm. is it or just behind them in in fifth place. Um, but that's that's For a some, cracking league as well. It? The Championship, yeah. cracking league. But I keep going back to it what a job that Campbell's done. Um, you love that story there. Uh, but but, 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 but <laughs> do you know the reason why <laughs> I, I love it? You brought yeah. them right from League Two. And as I said I know There's still members of that squad That are playing in the Championship yep. Part of Dick Campbell's League 2 squad It's a brilliant story You've got to give yep. Not just Dick Campbell You've got to give the players credit as well A lot of managers would have said If they go up the leagues No we'll go and sign players Who have experienced that No but he stood behind Some of these players And believed in them And um, What a season They've just as I say They've just fell short Um Because yep. come on Look I've got the The quality players here is Scotland manager Steve Clark, looking forward to the game tomorrow with Austria
6: well it's somewhere that we've been before so we know we can go there and perform the Austrians obviously had a big disappointment against Wales and looking at it how I would be as a player or a manager or a coach I'd be I'd be looking for the next game to try and get the, the previous game out of my system so I expect a really competitive game Andy Robertson is back and he was asked about you know John McGinn got the armband the other day
5: oh no John John's well uh, well accustomed to that now you know he's, he's a leader in his own sense we're lucky that that we have. You know, we have quite a few in the in the changing room now, you know. We've got captains at different clubs like Big Grant, Cal McGregor and you know, KT started taking the band at Arsenal at times and, and things like that. So, you know, we've got we've got leaders in our group which is which is so important and, and that always helps when when one of us is missing and you know, McGinn done a good job of leading the boys and um it was a good performance on Thursday and we look to build on that um tomorrow night
2: and uh, he's hardly old but he talks about the younger players you mentioned them Aaron Hickey for example coming the young through young
5: lad's coming through now we've got no fear you know credit to you know obviously Aaron this is his first first camp and you know me coming up late I've not seen much of him but the other two you know when they were involved in the Euros and things like that just had no fear you know they wanted the ball in every position they weren't scared of what was ahead of them and I think that's a good trait to have and more and more young players that are coming through I've got that trait, you know, Aaron looks as if he's got the exact same, you know, no fear in training, you know, taking the ball in tight positions, you know, winning it back, things like that. So, you know, we're seeing to, you know, the young lads coming up now, we've got a lot more confidence and and hopefully there's more coming through because they're the ones that are going to push us and things like that. And, you know, long may that continue.
2: More in the next hour. 0808 08, 17 17 700, Barry Ferguson, Mark Weedy on fire. Loads of your calls, that's coming next.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Center. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Guidi. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717
2: 700. Let's go. Hour two of the Go Radio Football Show. It's going to be Old Firm, Glasgow Derby week. Take it whichever way you wish and you can call. Mark Guidi, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney. 0808 17 17 700 The clocks have gone forward and Barry, uh, oh, it'll be an hour less than your bed at the weekend. But isn't it great to see springtime very much here and some good weather, great weather for the football?
3: Yeah, it was um, brilliant weather. It's been brilliant weather for the last mm. week. The only worry I've got is... Um, I checked my weather app and it's, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a bit of snow um, coming in Wednesday uh, which is uh, worrying but the last week it makes a difference a bit of sun makes people um, seem a lot happier um, so no uh, different class um, at the weekend weather was great great time with all teammates and hopefully this weather can continue but as I says, it might not looks if like there's going to be a bit of snow on Wednesday Some of the players it's over 20 years since you'd seen Rod Wallace for example Yeah I walked in yeah. And it's the first time Do you know what I was just about to say that And Rod says that to me 21 years I've not seen you And I, I've got to bonus people. I didn't realise how good he was Until he actually came up Obviously I'd watched him Play the Leeds and whatever But when you actually train with, Trained with a guy and, and played He was brilliant for a season I mean he was there For two years yeah. But the first season He was immense um, And a great guy Just brilliant to catch up With these guys And, and just Just I mean, that's a wee bit and just talk about the the days back playing and what, what, what they're up to now and it, it's interesting um, What about Shota? You always oh, loved I, playing. I love Shota I love uh, of, to be fair he had an absolute nuclear <laughs> in the game he scored the goal but uh, oh, I was I was on him the full game <laughs> and yeah. he kept saying to me stop shouting at me I'm like no <laughs> start running about and keeping the ball <laughs> um, but then he pops up with a brilliant header but yeah. he's he's um, what a guy he is Love playing with him mm. as well And then you've got Obviously the The Dutch boys Who had a, a lot of time With mm. him A lot of people Think about arrogance But I like the arrogance Of the, uh, the Dutch mm. um, They knew they were good And I like that But great guys Arthur Newman Never played But everybody knows What I think of him De Boer Gio obviously
2: Ronald Ronald R- R- De Boer
3: Aye yeah. um, um So uh-huh. it was great To catch up with these guys Paul And as I said I was sent to Mark off here Before we started the show I actually sat in the dressing room and had a moment to myself and mm. think wow I've played with some players sometimes you take it for granted yeah, you know that I just yeah. had that wee moment and looked about the dressing room and don't forget the Scottish boys like Boydie what a goal scorer he was yeah. for, for Rangers um, Alan Hutton mm. he looked if he could still play Yeah, yeah. Um he was immense for that six month period before he went to Tottenham he was top class and um, so yeah, it was it was great to see them all and um, had a right good chat with them and hopefully we do it more often. Did Craig Moore play? Oh, big guy!
0: Can't <laughs> forget. Goes, yeah, can't well, yeah. forget. My, <laughs> He's on here Thursday night.
3: Yeah, he come on. Um, he <laughs> come on five minutes before uh, the first half ended. Yep. Um, played a great wee ball into me. I fired it to Hutton and he started to move off but uh, unfortunately he lasted another 20 minutes in the yeah. second half and he's Tories, <laughs> he I shouldn't be laughing at his thigh the top oh of he thigh. yeah he heard a he heard the pop but what a centre half he was what about Paul Gascoigne how was he I see he scored yeah it, uh, it was great to see him obviously everybody sure. knows the, the issues mm. he's had um, but Paul I've got to be honest with you, he was one of my heroes mm. I, I was just so lucky to um, share a, a training pitch with him Shares um, time on the, the football pitch with him, and, and you know what he's um, obviously said his troubles, but it was great to see him. And again, he's he was talking about the the time that he had. to Terry he loved that that was his mm-hmm. best time and best time in football. That he um, said, yeah. So wow. it was great to see see him. I mean, I, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting so many players, but yeah. mm-hmm. I mean there was so many that I hadn't seen for a, a long time, and it was just I, I had a brilliant day, one of my best days in a, a long long time. Can see it, he's buzzing,
4: isn't he? Yeah, it's I, mean, I think it, as, as Barry said, there, the, the, the kind of thing that hit me that was mentioned—you just having that wee moment of, of, of reflection to, to yourself—and um, what a privilege it was to be to, for, for any of those guys to, to be invited. Because there's a lot of players that, that have played for Rangers that, that wouldn't have been there for, for, for whatever reason. But when you're taking part in an anniversary of, of that magnitude, and then to be invited to come along and be a part of it and, and share it with 40,000 um, spectators on a lovely day and also get to share a pitch in a moment with with Lewis Figo or, or, mm-hmm. or charisma yeah. or Kaka yeah. you know Jens Lehmann you know all, the, all these kind of people that, that, that were there Salgado that, mm-hmm. that that turned up and then get mm-hmm. to see your play and the thing I remember about Rod Wallace as well a free transfer I know a free transfer yeah. you know back back then you were you, you, you you Probably getting a five million quid striker back mm, then, mm. um, for nothing, you're right. He was absolutely explosive for that 12 yeah. months period. I
3: mean, I was excited mm. to play against the world 11, but I was more excited to see that all my ex teammates. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I'm forgetting names, they're just coming to me. Papic, Papic. <coughs> wow. what a player yeah. he was, Mr. Consistent. Mm. Um, Jelovic, I never played with him, right? What a nice guy, mm. um, had a good chat with him. Neil McCann, as well as I said, he'll always been my, mm. my um, top 11. Did tomorrow's. he mention that to you? Did he, did, does he know that he would be in your top eleven? No, no, he would. Yeah. Um, he, ah, he must. He must know. He will. If yeah, he was brought, Neil McCann, mm. uh, listen, see if you want a guy in the trenches. Mm. want guys like Neil McCann and Great. Craig Moores and Arthur Newman's, guys like that. Mm. Y- you want yeah. them. Um, so, there's guy. Like, I mean, I, I feel bad because I'm no mention. Of some of them probably. Well, but, have got a bit more time. But, we'll, listen, we'll come back to it. Yep. Brilliant day. Just. Loads of memories flooded back, and just to spend a bit of time with them and, and talk about old times. Um, as I say, as I always go back to, I think sometimes you take it for granted, mm-hmm. but just having that wee moment in the dressing room, just myself and looking around and then seeing some of the old staff I worked with mm-hmm. Jimmy Bell, Davey Laverty, um, the, the Masseur, uh, Stevie the Physio, had the right. scene for so long. So it was great. And a few old familiar faces at the front door. Um, so, no, I look. I had a brilliant Saturday,
2: and inside it's changed a bit. Final point just now: they spent yeah, a lot of have money, haven't I they? <laughs>
3: yeah, I couldn't believe the the, the changes. Um, they've kept the dressing room still with the wooden paneling, mm-hmm. um, but inside the shower room, the physio room, there's a, a new restaurant downstairs where they all go and they, they get fed and the um, bangers and mash of, and all that. And oh well, I'm afraid it's yeah, not that burgers. Um, no. Well, that that was that was on the menu on Saturday, <laughs> um, but no, the, the place inside the tunnel five star. Uh, oh yeah it's yep. uh, some amount of money they've um, spent in there and it's some place some place still got your
4: statue up though still did you get we policy <laughs> <of> your statue <laughs>
7: right oh, it was
3: nice to see you. i've got my, my picture on the wall with some brilliant player like john Greggs and and all that so yeah as i says look that's memories for me of course yeah, i'll, I'll right. look back on that and it was great to have my my oldest son there my two nephews, Derek's two older boys, Dan and Ross, um, brought them into the dress room as well because they, they'd been in the dressing room when they were younger, but they see seen all the changes. So I had a, a great wee day. Wonder if Lewis will be there as a player, maybe for Rangers or Celtic.
2: Who knows? Or will he go south? <laughs> Listen, there's so much to talk about in this second hour. I'm taking your calls: oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Rangers playing the rest of the world at the weekend. The hundred fiftieth anniversary celebrations and our own Barry, captain Rangers on Saturday. Two one, wasn't it? How it finished um, at the end. But it was three more. Two. Uh, 3 2. It was more about the game itself. Uh, we've got a big game tomorrow night. Yeah, it's just a challenge game or a friendly, but the manager says, Stevie Clapp, there's no such thing as friendly.
6: They can't be meaningless games because you're representing your country. It's, it's it's a massive honour, so even though it's a, a challenge match or people label it as friendlies, you see the other night, both teams com- committed from the from the first minute to the last. The captain, Andy Robertson, looking forward to the game.
5: Yeah, look, you want to keep winning games, and if you don't win, you don't want to get beat. You know, we're in a good, we're a good run of form, and you want to continue that. You know, Austria obviously had a, you know, they'll be heartened they didn't get the result they wanted on Thursday... On Thursday night, and like they want to bounce back. Of course, they want to to start afresh and and we need to make sure we make it difficult for them. We need to do the things that we are good at. We need to be positive and and do what we've been doing over the last you know months because we've
6: been really good. And we need to, the momentum to to carry on into June. Not many Austrian fans there. There'll be some Scottish fans. No, you want to do it all the time, don't you? You want to you want to be successful on the pitch, and if we're successful on the pitch, we we know the Tartan Army will be there.
2: Turnham have been brilliant. Um, we drew at, at the uh, the other night, Thursday night. It was a long weekend, wasn't it, Barry? What are you feeling about tomorrow? What are
3: you looking for? See, yeah, just first and foremost, yeah. I, I love the attitude of, of the manager. There, mm. there's no such thing as a, a challenge mm. match or a friendly game. Um, they're taking it serious. Mm. I like that. I like that. Um, in terms of the game, I was, I thought Scotland were really impressive, really impressive, because um, the Polish, albeit. Lewandowski the top man, um, wasn't playing, but didn't mean, go and look at some of the players that they've got. What, what leagues they're playing in what teams are playing. In. Um we we were a better team. We were a better team, and as I said, the team that started, they just need to see the changes mm. that, are, that that he makes um, and the players that were obviously missing, the captain through illness, um, London Dykes through injury, but they're they're both back. So this the squad at this moment in time. Um, he will with um, a few sleepless nights having to pick a, a starting eleven because there's real competition for places mm. in that squad pool. Mark, they're looking for a win tomorrow night, as Barry says. Yeah. Especially as we don't know, where, we know
2: we're playing games in June anyway, there's uh-huh. Nations League, we might play Ukraine, but we now think we probably won't by then. Yeah, What are you feeling?
4: Well, I mean, I think that they've clearly got the bit between their teeth a bit about this record. So, you mm. know, it's six wins out of seven. 7 unbeaten tomorrow night I think they'll make it 7 wins out of 8 8 unbeaten I think Austria will be deflated which is understandable and uh, as Barry said in listening to Steve Clark you know Scotland want to go out and win tomorrow they want to keep this momentum going um, they're very proud of what they've achieved I agree with Barry watching the game on uh, Thursday night Paul I thought there was a real purpose a real organisation and they were relaxed not relaxed as in not bothered because it was a friendly but just relaxed as in because I've got a confidence within themselves, a confidence within the group. Because um, we've got a really good start in eleven, but we've also got six or seven first class substitutes um, that we can bring on as well. You know, regardless of of, uh, of who's involved. So, i it, it, it's really, really good at the moment. We don't want to get carried away because of you know get two tough games to get to Qatar, but you know there's there's every reason to believe that um, we're going to be there
2: for sure. Andy Robertson explains why he loves playing an how important it is to him to lead Scotland like I
5: love playing games you know I don't want to be sitting in my house if I don't if I don't have to be you know I'm fit, and well and um I look forward to to the games I love coming away to here and I love playing games with Scotland and meeting up with the boys and you know obviously being captain and everything like that so you know I'm looking forward to you know hopefully another cap tomorrow and, and then you know we'll, we'll, we'll go back to Liverpool fresh and you know good to go for the running so I wanted to come as soon as I as soon as I could feel better I was ready to come up and um luckily I've done that and then you know luckily I made this game up. I'll look
2: forward to tomorrow now you- former captain great attitude
3: yeah that, but that's the that's the attitude that you get off every single player um, when you see them getting interviewed Paul and I'll go back to Thursday night you see right after it when the, the camera's obviously on the, the pitch panning to mm-hmm. Kieran he's up having a pop at the, the ref yeah. um, and Craig Gordon's away having a pop and you could see some of the boys mm. with the angry faces on because they weren't happy because of the penalty decision rightly so but that tells me that these guys are, are up for this um, and as I said if you look at the, the I, I was looking at the squad and I went on the internet and looked the age this this team mm. can go on for another 46 mm. years um, you've got John McGins and that just turning 27 mm. but then you've got this group like Billy Gilmore mm. Hickey Nathan Patterson you've got guys like that mm-hmm. on the way through so as I say I don't want to go over excited but I look forward to sitting down and watching Scotland now because uh, I think we're a good watch you've got a certain way of playing we're mm-hmm. solid defensively a lot gets made of like Kieran Tierney's and Andy Robertson's yeah. and Callum McGregor's and Billy Gilmer's and rightly so because mm-hmm. in my eyes they're top players the Hollywoods. a guy yeah. like Grant Hanley I thought he was a mess
6: yeah. mm-hmm.
3: every header bang um, and other players. he's no nonsense, in, like, isn't he? Like for instance, yep. making the substitutions. Yep. Now, people ask me about what's the starting eleven going to be, mm. and I look at the midfield, and that's one guy I never really mentioned, Stuart Armstrong. Mm. Now, you sure. go and watch S- Southampton playing the Premier League; he plays every single game for always Southampton, yep. and he's always one of their outstanding players. Yep. Um, so, we've got we've got quality players, and we've got the right man at the the helm to take us forward and we've got a right strong squad right um, strength and depth so things are are, are exciting there's really exciting times now for Scotland
2: What about Billy Gilmer? You first Mark what are his
3: defensive qualities as well? Clears
2: off the line Oh that was sensational <laughs> absolutely sensational How Just did to get
4: just back? Have of, just to yeah. the know-how I mean then you go it's not about Billy Gilmour it's not about making a pass yeah. it's that intelligence of reading a situation and when you think he's first and foremost he's he, he's an attack minded mm. player uh, For the middle of the park, he said, like, No, I'm going to go on the line and help out you. And, and you think it was just great that it was so switched on. And just another indication, yeah, okay, officially it was a friendly, but those boys were so determined um, to go and win. And just to add to Barry's saying they picked out the, the, the different players, another important part of it, which comes down to Steve, management, Steve Clark's management, Alec McLeish, who started the process, was um, well as the two strikers, Shea Adams and, and Lyndon Dites, because three years ago we were really struggling. Um, for number nine, so you know, Lee Griffiths wasn't in the form that he was on, and, and he was our, our kind of a big hope. And then there was a, there was a dearth of talent with Kenny Miller retiring, and all the kind of mm-hmm. different things. So we were struggling, but we managed to persuade Shea Adams, you know, not to keep waiting for England and to go for for Scotland, and persuade Lyndon Dykes not to go to a, a Australia and play for Scotland. And um, without those two, we wouldn't be in the position um, we're in. So that's been another brilliant bit. Uh, of management and and the togetherness that's there that those two guys have been a big part of That's
2: a great point Kenny Miller will be in here tomorrow night along with Simon Donnelly who is with you on Friday night so it's uh, Simon and Kenny as we build up towards uh, Rangers Celtic on Sunday. Uh, the manager was asked about the players. You know, they get so much. You, you talk about Liverpool and Arsenal, Rangers players, Celtic players. There's so much to play for. But the manager says, no, it's important if they play tomorrow, they've got time to recover.
6: Yeah, but it's it's not too bad because the game's a Tuesday night for us. It's a Tuesday night, recover Wednesday, recover Thursday, ready to go Friday. So everyone will be fitting well for the weekend. Injuries, injuries permitting, of
2: course Injuries permitting, we will be watching to see Big headline today is Alfredo Morelos on his way back from the Colombian squad Bit of a thigh strain Barry Ferguson, Mark Woody reckons he will be fine He's not going to miss out on Sunday And then for Celtic they'll be watching as well i see near beaton is coming back early from the Israeli squad He's been allowed to head back everybody The, the eyes and ears of the world, Barry, are going to be on this uh, yeah, In terms of Morelos...
3: My, my old team uh, he'll get wheeled out <laughs> <laughs> you're playing you're playing you're so in, you're so important to to Rangers um, so but he'll be back in obviously be watching them and, and looking after him and making sure that um, he's on that pitch at kick-off <laughs> you heard it here first
1: <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show with the TaxiCentre.com. your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you
2: let's go. Go, 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 go let's go really enjoyed the Go Radio Business Show caught up with it when I came back from the big smoke and it was Anna Sarwar who was the guest the Labour of the Scottish the leader of the Scottish Labour Party along with Hunter and Hockey and some great Great chat yesterday It's a tough time for people The rising prices And uh, Get the podcast And enjoy it There's some great stuff in there And talk about Glasgow as well And what's happening here In the uh, The great city of Glasgow And some of the neglect That's been there And um, Covid's been difficult for everyone We'd love to see people Getting back Getting out there Getting the shops moving again Getting the bars And uh, Yeah Glasgow Hopefully now in the spring People coming back out there It's been such a tough time for everybody, it's a huge week football-wise. We've got Rangers Celtic on Sunday, and then Saturday we've got Dundee against Aberdeen. So Dundee almost certainly going down uh, against the Dons, who are also towards the wrong end of the table, but could also, with a couple of wins, c- could end up in European football. Mark,
4: yeah, yeah, um, they could. You know, a uh, big game on, on Saturday at Dens as you say, for Jim Goodwin's team, and then the final game before the split. Ross County And you could mm-hmm. well be It could be Aberdeen Ross County Winner takes all to, to, to get into the top 6 Depending on how Results go You've got Motherwell Still without a win In 2022 But could still make it Into the mm-hmm. into the top 6 At Mirren Stephen Robinson Still looking for his first win um, as manager so yeah lots to lots to play for I think that's what makes it I, I, I like her league and, yeah. and Hibs Hibs could actually finish outside the top six no. Yeah, you know, that's the thing I know um, as yep. well so look there's so much going on so much to play for this weekend and next weekend
2: Is that the winless derby then Mullerwell and St Mirren it's not a laughing matter Stevie
4: Robinson came back to his old club I, of course
2: Hibs Dundee United you mentioned Ross County against Hearts Hearts the only club in the country who know exactly where they're going to be they're going to be in third spot and St Johnson against Livy a huge game there and then Sunday high noon Who's playing Sunday, Paul? Um, I'm not too sure. What's, uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to it, but we'll have uh, Barry Ferguson, John Hartson and myself here. Uh, so we'll be straight on after Hunter and Hockey. Hopefully they'll finish quite sharp, will they? If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny way to resign, Paul. But uh, yeah, we'll be on straight after them on Sunday. Barry, you're looking forward to it already. You came in. There's so yeah. much in the go. This is where it starts. But, yeah. The,
3: the build-up yeah. starts um, this morning where, when you wake up. If you're a an old firm playing and listen if you're a fan as well um, I know there's players away in international duty but this is where it starts your sleep part and starts to waver a wee bit as the, the days goes yep. on And um, no it's, it's just for me it's a, a brilliant game to, to be involved in Paul um, for
4: when, me when, the, did, when did you put the picket the picket when does the ticket thing get put to bed? Because I know the demand the start because of the week. Yeah, I, I get out of
3: the road. Yeah, you take that off quick? Yeah, because I, I didn't want anything. Mm. See, like 48 hours before the game, I just wanted to solely focus on the game. I'm not one of these ones that are like, running about. No. Tickets or whatever. Everything gets sorted. I made sure I got all the tickets early and um, they get they get handed out to who was getting them um, so I, I could mm. focus on the on the game. Um, and as I said, the reason I'm... I'm look, I love watching them. I always look forward to them. But this one, Mm, I think, means so much to both of them. It's it's the 40 million. Rangers Rangers know they need to win. Mm. I think Celtic will have the mindset that they go, they could put Rangers to bed, potentially. Mm. Obviously, if they do win six points and still that 14 goal. um, So. What if it's a draw, Barry? What would you feel? I mean, I'll ask you that next Monday. It'll be hard for Rangers. mm -hmm. I think it'll be hard. No impossible really four, four, four but points. I think it could be hard okay. For Rangers So that's why I think they, they know they need to win the game
4: I, I, I think I, I, There's just something about this game mm-hmm. Already you can feel it Paul There's something about this This Sunday um, Coming up And if it just If it so happens That Rangers win Then can you imagine the build up To the, to the next one Because yeah. that will be Winner yeah. takes all mm-hmm. Whoever wins at Celtic Park 95% It's going to be mm-hmm. The champions And that game will come After the Scottish Cup Semi-final So
3: You, you know, think it'll be It won't be the first one After this. I,
4: I think I, <coughs> I think it'll be Game 2 mm-hmm. Which right. will be The end of April mm-hmm. right. Because then g- Game 4's a midweek So they won't do it in the midweek And they certainly won't Make it the last game um, Game 5 So it'll be game 1 Or game 2 uh, I think it would be game one. Uh, game two, sorry. Yeah,
3: because it couldn't be at night time. There's no, no way. No. It'd have to be. Can I just say the But the pitch? Yeah. The pitch is like an absolute uh, bowling. Is game. it? Yeah. Yeah, I could not believe how how good it was. Um, I was speaking to Gio and he says that they spent a hell a mm-hmm. lot of money. Normally, they just took the, the top layer off and, and reseed it. It so says they dug away down, and um, I could not believe how good it was. It's more like England now, isn't it? It's Same like as a Celtic. Celtic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, honestly, it's like a Celtic.
2: Brendan Rogers did that at Celtic, didn't he? he said, This isn't good enough. Yeah. So and if Endicott controls, mm. controls the ball, there's no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> no
3: excuses on that. It was.
2: us no, no, no. Big man will be with us on Thursday night. We've, got a, line-up. On. We've got a brilliant lineup. So tonight, with uh, uh, Barry and Mark, tomorrow night, Kenny Miller and Simon Donnelly. Wednesday night, Barry and Davy Proven, La Ultima, before he goes to Spain with a few surprises as well on that programme. And then Thursday, Big Bad John Hartson, and Oz himself Craig Moore well. it's going to be week, terrific isn't it great,
4: great line up with the old firm legends absolutely brilliant
2: and then Friday as well. tell you more about it Mark, Rob, Rob yeah,
3: me and Mark that's right Rob will be on because <laughs> right. <Aye, yes>, <laughs>
2: he's doing the game tomorrow night so I'm standing in for him tomorrow so he's changed the week for us brilliant. but listen oh, he was in great form the other night main man back yeah, on oh, exactly <laughs> Yeah, the triple the, the A team uh, Mark what are you making of it looking today for example at Keith Jackson's uh, article in the record double page here and basically Rangers schoolboy squabbles at Ibrox. He's saying yeah. it's not like a boardroom, it's like sc- you know, schoolboys. What, what do you feel about it all? You know, you said that European quarterfinal, Scottish Cup semi final, it's in their hands to win the league again. Yep. They may not, they may. Yep. But the, the goings on between Dave King and uh, the current board.
4: Yeah, I, I, I read um, Keith's column uh, this morning. You know, it makes a number of pertinent um, points. I think just what. What you've always got to remember, Paul, at any football club, you know, whatever the position is that you hold, whether the the chief exec, the the chairman, a major shareholder, a board, whatever, a manager, a captain, um, the football club is always bigger than, than anyone. You know, as, as people that run football clubs, say, we're just the custodians. We are we are there uh, for the fans. Now the other thing about it is you can't let fans run it. Either fans of still, you know, yeah, listen to fans' opinions, listen to what they're saying, uh, take it on board. You know, but ultimately they, they, they can't be the decision makers. That's why a board is in, is in place, and they, and they know all the ins and outs. It's just I think if I'm I always like to put myself in 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 the shoes of the of the playing side of it, and I just think if you're a manager, if you're Giovanni Van Bronckhorst now, or any of the players, you don't want um, in the build up what what's been happening in, in, in the past week. You know, with, with, with the ding dongs um, off the park and the fans. You know, with, with the tennis balls and the the toilet rolls, you'd rather not have that. You just it's so important what's coming up. In the next seven weeks There's a title at stake A 40 million quid title There's a chance to perhaps be In a European final um, For the first time in 14 years You could be playing Barcelona In a European final On May 18th in Seville There's a Scottish Cup semi-final Against Celtic Now depending on how Sunday goes This could be absolutely massive The Scottish Cup semi-final A for Rangers to get Silverware Won the cup the first time In many many years But also you might be trying to stop Celtic from winning their treble because if Celtic won on Sunday that's the league as good as in the bag so there's all sorts of different things so the focus needs to be on the football and for Giovanni van Bronckhurst Barry spent time on Saturday I'm sure that's what he would want Barry's been a manager He don't want distractions because ultimately if it doesn't go right on Sunday the manager and the players will be held accountable and if there's distractions you know Barry's just talked about the importance of getting some like the tickets out the road in the week you know just because you want to focus on the game and that's all that Giovanni van Bronckhorst and his players will want in the next six days
2: Barry here's a question coming in from Robert Clark he's saying should GVB go with uh, three at the back on Sunday do you think that he will
3: no I think he'll go with with four at the back Um, because you know if it ain't going right he can switch to the the three at the back that's Um, what Robert says he does it
2: during the game
3: yeah I think that's his preferred He prefers four at the back yeah. Um and I, I, I've actually speaking to him about that as well That that's something that I've been impressed with during the game because that's difficult to do during the game when, when the noise the amount of fans that are inside the stadium mm-hmm. so you've got to give the, the manager and the coaching staff credit but also the players to take that on board and do it and kind of just flows mm-hmm. it doesn't muck them up that much mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's something that I was I was asking him And something that I've been really impressed with When things have been going I Mean The prime example They go actually go 2-0 up against Red Star And he switches to a 3 at the back mm. Now that plays with Red Star's minds then You're like, what, what's going on here? Mm. So it was um, intelligent management um, But it's a great thing to have as a team What did he say?
2: When you said that to him? He listened what,
3: well, did, what did he say to you when you said, "Look,
2: I, I like the way you're yeah, making the change"? Yeah,
3: he it's something that they've oh. worked hard
2: on on it's, the training pitch. Did you ask him who's the centre pairing for you at the Both back then? Balligan. Golson and Balogun Robert that's the, the answer You wanted to know if, How you thought the manager Would start Golson and Balogun yeah. And Balogun of course Getting on I didn't quite realise Is he 33 mm-hmm. Balogun yeah, yeah I think he's
3: coming on 34, 34. Um, mm-hmm. I like yeah. Um I also like Calander But I just think He's been injured For a, a number of months I know he's been back Over the last um, Two or three weeks But it's not ideal that he's not no. included in the European squad. He's gutted about that and you can understand it. Yeah, listen, he's disappointing yeah. but listen, you only get, what is it, 23 players I think you can register um, and if you've got a big squad you've, you've got to disappoint mm-hmm. some players um, but listen, you've got to show a good attitude when, when you get the opportunity but my preferred pairing, um would be Golston and, and Balligan.
2: Mark, you mentioned it's a great point in the first hour. What about the goalkeepers? You're a former keeper. Yeah. Um, let's talk... Joe Hart first of all then because uh, I can't think what we can say about Alan McGregor that we haven't said year yeah. after year but Joe Hart then so as we get to the, the business end the last two months of the season what would you say about the, the former England keeper?
4: Well first of all I think he's been absolute, an absolute credit um, to himself because you know some people might have thought oh, he's coming up here for a, a bit of a jolly he's not going to have much to do he might have won save a, a game uh, to me etc but when he has been called upon He's, he's been different class you know I think even a couple of the European games um, some of the saves that he that he pulled off um, what was it what was one of Celtic's last European games away from home the German side um, I think anyway um, you know he's been superb um, he's brought a calmness to that back line um, he's got a new back four in front of him a new central defensive mm. pair and talk, whether it would be Anthony Ralson or or Josip Juranovic that's a new full back as well mm. Greg Taylor's been been at the club so he's managed to bring a calmness there and um after the some of the calamities of last season, for the likes of Callum McGregor and other guys to know that they've got a quality goalkeeper behind them um has made a a world uh, of difference. And if he is called upon on Sunday to make a big save, you know, you you would have your money on him um, doing it because he's so good. And likewise, um I'll come Alan McGregor. If, if you want me to talk
3: about it. See, in terms of, of Joe Hart, it would have been easy for Joe Hart to stay at Tottenham yeah. and pick up probably treble what he's earning um, at Celtic. Because yeah. um, mm-hmm. I know him obviously, and after when I was manager at Allowa, he waited on me after the game and I was mm-hmm. asking him, How you enjoying it? And he says to me, I've got my zip back. Uh, um, mm-hmm. he, he's buzzing. He, he just loves the atmosphere. He, there's obviously a bit of pressure he didn't realise he knew they were big it was a big club mm. but he, he didn't realise until he actually played how big a club that, that Celtic is so and I said that away at the start when he was being rumoured that he was um, going to Celtic I says listen Celtic are signing a top class mm. goalkeeper um, I, I know he is um, you just need to look at the level he's played the teams that he's played at he had a tough period two or three year period where he didn't play too much um, but listen I think he's shown he's. His qualities and that—I think the Celtic fans have—I've have took to him. They—they—they they, they mm-hmm. realise how how good Joe Hart is. You can see he gets involved as well, doesn't he? Sometimes it to camp things I, I down. Do you know yeah. yeah, he a he's
2: big a presence. B- isn't
3: he? Yeah, he is, But he—he's—he's um, really good in the dressing room as well, Joe. Mm-hmm. He's—he's likable. But see if something's not going right, mm, he'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll get a wee slap behind the ear. Um, is he a singer? Well, that does he?
2: No, it's just his influence. Was there any singing mm-hmm. at the weekend in the dressing room? <laughs> Uh, no, not when when you get back in. No, there must have been a great atmosphere. So. <laughs> no, I just wondered what was the music because you know they say now the players. No, there, are was,
3: there yeah. was there was no music. No? Um, no, there was no music. That's the end thing now. But listen, we're yeah. older. Remember, we just want to have a chat forward. with each other and, yeah. sure. and have a a good talk. Um, talk about the pensions and all. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What's it they have? Is it the beatbox that the young players have in it? The beatboxes and some of the music you hear. I I I
3: like a bit of upbeat dance music. Uh That's what I liked before I I played. Um, But there was no music on Saturday.
2: What will the music be this weekend in the dressing rooms then? Because it's going to be in the dressing room you were in, Rangers, Celtic in the away dressing room. Barry's just saying that a lot of work's been done behind the scenes. Mark, what would not, you know, people who don't play the game give to be a part of that, oh, to play just well, once? It must, it must have been eh?
4: terrible to to, yeah. to go and You know, yep. I, I, I always think, I think, you know, um, you, you, you were working there or, or you're watching it in telly and it's a, the sky cameras or, or whatever. And I, the thing that always gets me is just, when you get the two captains in the tunnel yep. mm. at two minutes to three, or in Sunday's case, two minutes to twelve, and you're just like, what's going through their, mm-hmm. What's going through their minds? Would they dare not look at each other? Yep. They don't want to show, you know, friendly they might be shaking their hands, maybe, yeah. but most of the time they're just focused leading the team out uh, and being ready. And um
2: Cause two decent guys, aren't they? You know, James Tavernier, uh, Callum uh, McGregor. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. And, and I've
4: said it before, that
2: just two. Really
4: good men leading the clubs as a manager I think they represent their clubs brilliantly Absolutely brilliantly Two really good guys And as I've said before I think it's just a shame that there's actually going to be a loser this season In terms of the the, the championship race But um, the other thing Paul just to would Don't know who it's going to be But just to wish And genuinely just to wish Whoever the referee is Just wish him the best of luck And hope that things go well for the referee too on Sunday afternoon Because that's, that's so important
2: Harry, who is the referee? Have you chosen him yet? <laughs> no, I've not. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm
3: kidding. I'll get I'll go through the list tonight.
2: <laughs> We're kidding. Well, tell, you can tell us when you have ruled out.
3: Good, <laughs> Alice is ruled out. Ruled out. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'd see, see, just in terms of the game, I I used to love the bus, just driving up, and then you you you'd, you'd just look at the fans and see how I I would be out there you know what I mean yeah if you weren't yeah we mm. weren't playing and you seen what it meant and I always had it in the back of my mind it was all about us as a team winning the game but I always thought about the fans having the bragging rights going to their yeah. work on the, the Monday because you know people work with their Celtic Rangers yeah. fans and mm. I always thought of that when I went out on the pitch right let's send these fans hope yeah. uh, happy they'll begin into the work bubbly um mm. and they can kind have of a bit of banter of or team one or whatever. So I always used to think that way. But see in terms of the build up to them and just the game and standing in the in the tunnel, that's one thing. You, you don't look at them, you're just you've mm. got the blinkers on, you're thinking to yourself, Right, this is war, you know what I mean? Mm. But again, there was always genuine mm. respect leading up and after, but during it, no way. Six sleeps to go, Barry. That's
2: it.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Online, on the phone or at the dealership in Darnley, Glasgow. Let's
2: go! Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. We're here Monday to Friday. Counting down to tomorrow night's game. Scotland playing in the Ernst Happel. Stadium, not be too many in it. We think maybe two and a half thousand Scots will be there and it might just be about the same number of Austrians. They're so disappointed. I mean, they did well in the Euros, but they're out of the World Cup. Will we be in it? We we hesitate to talk about it because we've got Ukraine to play. Doesn't look as though it's going to be in June. I mean, that's not official, but the way it's looking, then, well, let's see what happens. Um, But if we were to win Although I loved your suggestion That Ukraine should be given a bye And then just add an extra team And surely we could work it out But if we do We have to play Wales in Cardiff I know the record's good against them But Wales would be the favourites, Barry, wouldn't they?
3: Um, Listen, I I think They're a good squad, Wales I think we've got a a better squad Than Uh, the Welsh side It's a talisman, Um, isn't it? Yeah, listen, he's like top players come up with with top moments in, in and and games and certainly if you, you look at his two goals going uh, goal, the, the free be. kicks yeah. with that, like you, yeah. you couldn't yeah. have hit that any <laughs> no, any, better, no. any better any better anywhere else i think the keepers got a chance inch perfect and then i thought his his second goal he's actually going to wave for goal yeah. and the power that he generates to fire it back across <laughs> the the goalkeeper mm. um and I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't even get a look in at Real Madrid. Mm. There's, there's obviously issues here. He, he's still in my eyes a, a top player. You've mm. got Aaron Ramsey. I mean, great for Rangers because he got another ninety minutes under his belt. Mm. And and as I said, they, they they are a good team. The Welsh But I've got a bonus for you. I think we're better, Paul. Mm. I think we've got a better squad, and I think we've got better um, all round players. Mm-hmm. Um, they they've got the superstar, obviously, because sure. mm-hmm. uh, he's. He's obviously won so many things in in the game, and he's operated at the top level for a long time. Um But I would I would um, be quietly confident we could beat Wales. Mark, I know in some of the socials, this chat today has
2: Aaron Ramsey been speaking to Gareth Bale, saying, "Hey, get yourself to Scotland. You know, in your last season or two, go to <laughs> Rangers or, or <laughs> so go to Celtic." Celtic. <laughs> well, it could be either or. Could be. I don't think it'd be part of the project, would it? But Gareth Bale, what a player!
4: Yeah, I, I've. You'll know, listen to the TV and, and radio stations. They yeah. kind of say that you know he'll, he'll when he hangs up his boots, he'll you know he'll and he go. He's got other Dolph, businesses yeah. um, um, going, but you know one thing, you, whatever's going on at Real Madrid, and I, and I don't know, but one thing you can't see is, is his patriotism for um, for Wales. We have to find a way to stop him if we do get through. Um, I don't know how you do it, but if you stop Gareth Bales then you're going to give yourself a hell of a chance of mm. uh, going through. And, and I think Barry's right as well I think um, if you're just looking at a team I would take the Scotland team before the Wales team but obviously Gareth Bale's a bit yeah. you know he's a bit uh, he's a bit special but we need to get past Ukraine yeah. first Paul and, and then we, we, we can take it because I, I know that Steve Clark know, you know, we don't know what kind of mindset Ukraine is going to be in if and when the game takes place but Steve know that they're dangerous dangerous opponents You know, just, just talking about football they're, they're dangerous opponents and they definitely have the ability to come to Hamden Park and win the game you can. There is no doubt about that. But um, I, I, I really fancy our chances at part in the game against Ukraine.
2: Well, it's Vienna tomorrow night. We know the city well, Scotland. were there not so long ago, Lyndon Dyke scored. Uh, here's the manager speaking uh, about the Austrians. Well, it's
6: somewhere that we've been before, so we know we can go there and perform. The Austrians obviously had a big disappointment against Wales, and looking at it, how I would be as a player or a manager or a coach, I'd be I'd be looking for the next game to try and get the the previous game out of my system. So I expect a really competitive game. Andy Robertson feels ready. I
5: feel ready. I feel a lot better than I was. Um, you know, last week. Um so I'm just happy to be to be back and back involved with the boys. I've trained over the weekend. Um came back Friday, started training, so I've had a good number of sessions. I'll be good to go tomorrow. How long I play will be you know the manager will decide that but you know
2: let's let's see what happens. The manager wants to continue that run. Six wins, one draw.
6: It doesn't have much riding on except that you're playing for your country and you want to win. We want to continue the, the run that we're on. And obviously the, the key games are still in front of us, the competitive matches in June are are going to be massive for the country and everybody wants to be involved which is great special time Barry isn't it
3: yeah I believe so Um, Paul I'm one of these ones now that I'm desperate to turn the TV on and watch my national team play Um, I'll be honest with you in the past sometimes it's been a struggle Mm. to to watch Scotland I'm sure many people would, would agree but I've got very good manager and I've got a very good squad of players and I really enjoy watching Scotland play um, and you can tell they're playing with confidence you can tell that they're desperate to meet up and you, you can tell that they're desperate to represent their, their, their country and um, I just like the attitude that flows mm. through the team um, as I said all this friendly stuff nonsense they don't treat it as a friendly game it's, it's, a, it's a an international game that they're desperate to win and Look, I just think time, this moment in time, things are, are, um, are really looking good for us. Barry said it was difficult to watch. It was torture, wasn't
2: it? A few years ago, yeah. watching yeah, I mean,
4: was, yeah. there was a number of games. I, I think it's a great way that Barry's uh, described it. You're desperate to turn the telly yeah. on and watch it. Whereas yeah. before, you were kind of, there was times you're hiding behind the couch. At times you actually... Well, I, I can only speak for myself. I didn't turn the television on. Mm. I thought, no, it's, there's nothing there. I, I'm not. Don't feel I'm going to get entertained. I'm not confident there's going to be uh, a result, and you're, you're only going to be feeling dejected. You, you know, watch dancing, time, were watching Come Dancing, weren't you, and, rather <laughs> than watching the international? There's,
3: a, there's an exclusive. No, but you would do, you, what I would. Do, I'd be fli- flicking through and looking mm. at other games or whatever. But no I'm, yeah. I'm glued yeah. to to Scotland because yeah. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy yeah. watching the players that are on the pitch. Mm. Um, as before, that I'd be looking and think this is no great I'll flick and look what other international games are on but now when Scotland are on it's on for a full 90 minutes because it's a right good watch Big watch big listen on Sunday Rangers against
2: Celtic at 12 just looking at the Premier leading scorers in all competitions Alfredo Morelos 18 goals 11 of them as we mentioned earlier from the league Furuhashi, he's been out for three months 16 goals uh, 8 of them in the league uh, then Elaine uh, Boyce of Hearts on 15. Leo Abada 14. Regan Charles Cook at Ross County, 13, along with Bruce Anderson at Livy. James Tavernier on 12. Uh, Ramirez of Aberdeen on 12. Kmart Roof on 12. Just looking, trying to pull out the old fan ones. Gikamakis on 12. And uh, yeah, that, and then uh, Fashion Sakala on 10. You would almost expect them to be right at the top, but we know that... Uh, Charles Cook from the league point of view 13 goals for him but for the old what are you thinking Leila Bada for example what a season his
3: first year in Scotland well Paul to come from a different country at 19 years of age um, I know he's he's turned 20 but um, that must have been difficult coming himself um, during the Covid situation as well His return in terms of goals and his performances, um, I kind of look at him. He's he's a throwback kind of winger. He always looks to go on the outside and and whip balls in. So yeah, I've I've been impressed by him. Um, Certainly, a young player, but um, a young player. We still, I think, has got potential um, to get better. Mark, Mark
4: Abada, yeah, Yeah. he's he's been great. You know, I, I again. If it's run about three million pounds, we can remember, you know, at the time, think, okay, I've, I've not heard of him. Three million quid for a nineteen-year-old from Israeli football. I'm not so sure. Um, but he's any critics that he's had, he's absolutely answered them. He's been he's been first class, and um, uh, he'll have an important part uh, to play on um, Sunday. We've got a really interesting uh, battle. If it's uh, a bad against Bassi, you know, mm. that's that's a real
2: battle. Calvin Bassey, what a season he's yeah. having! I'm also thinking, what about Ryan Jack, for example? I mean, for so many months we said, when is he going to be back? Mm-hmm. He's back. Yeah, I mean, for
4: you know, large chunks of the the, the first half of the season, you know, he, he just didn't look himself for whatever reason. He he wasn't having an influence in game. He he wasn't getting the games with scruffing it. Was, well, he was you know was really demanding the ball and make, making things happen. But in the big games in the second half of the year, he, he's turned up. Uh, he really makes Rangers tick. Uh, and when he's in the mood you know he can terrorise um, defenders there's no doubt um, about that and again looking at the other side of the pitch that way uh, Paul if it's um, Ryan Kent against uh, Juranovic I mean again what a battle that's going to be and, and you know we were, we were talking earlier about Billy Gilmer being switched on mm-hmm. defensively you know Juranovic likes to go forward so there will be times when Ryan Kent is really going to have to help out Bassey and do his shift uh, back the way but he's got that in his locker he doesn't mind putting that, that shift that, in that's
3: something that I've been really impressed with Ryan Kent we all know what he can do with the ball yeah. going inside or outside um, but the work rate that he puts in for the, he puts a right shift in um, he'll go back and he'll, he'll double up so th- there's loads of good duels that are, are going to be happening um, next Sunday a duel in the sun we'll check
2: the weather it could be snow <laughs> no not by the weekend I don't think it will be predictions for tomorrow night then what do you think it's going to be I know it's the challenge game the friendly Mark Goody what do you reckon Scotland. Austrian
4: L Scotland 2
2: right yep. and scorers do you want to throw in
4: yeah throw, throw in a scorer I'll, I'll throw in London I'm going to throw in Billy Gilmer to get a goal for Scotland tomorrow night
2: ok just be difficult because I said it with Lyndon Dykes.
3: <laughs> Barry, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think Scotland will win. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm confident. Um, Scotland will win the game, um, and they'll win it. I, I think they'll dominate. And um, that's one thing about us as well. We're dominating mm. games in terms of the possession, as well. So, yep, Scotland um, will win the game for me. Where do you see the goal coming from? For us, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go. Two midfielders are going to score. I'm going to go with. Um, John McGinn mm. and I, I was going to say Billy Gilmore mm. but I'll go Callum McGregor right okay Barry how is he moving there you're over no, I, do the, you know what yep. I just had a bit of cramps I jumped up there so yeah just oh it's no nice old cramp. yeah, show, <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> listen great to be back on the field though. that'll be your abiding memory of the weekend to play Ibrooks in that game and see so many of your old pals
3: yeah this as I said yeah. Paul so many memories came came flooding back and it was just a, a brilliant day to spend with, with my ex teammates brilliant we'll back tomorrow night don't forget we'll be here at
2: 5 Kenny Miller Simon Donnelly thanks so much Mark thank you Barry thanks James thanks, and everyone. Paul. do you know who's coming up next after the news it's Zoe Kelly the
1: Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre visit their showroom in Darnley Glasgow to test drive your new taxi let's go, go.